3: What's up guys? I've already recorded Thursday's episode with MP. We do first half recap of the NBA season at All-Star break. We recorded it over the weekend. That's going to be Thursday's episode. If you guys want to hear some of the stuff early, see some of the daily Q questions from the Patreon members that I answer every day. There's a question that I get from a member of the Patreon and I do a video and I shoot the shit and we kind of just talk and have fun and a lot of interesting ones um from wrestlemania reactions to my favorite sporting events and i can't pick football or soccer top five favorite cities top five favorite movies most annoying thing that happens to me the most a bunch of cool shit if you guys want to check out the patreon it's patreon.com slash veterans minimum for as low as one dollar a month like you can get some of the extra content before everyone else does What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. If you want to watch this opening segment, it is available on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash veterans minimum. It is Monday. It it is President's Day. Shout out to all the ringleaders in the past of this wonderful nation. I've already pre-recorded this main segment that you guys are going to be listening to. With the Twin Talk Yanks. Shout out to Chris and Nick. Had them on. Obviously, we did the player profile on Derek Jeter. For those of you guys that are members of the Patreon, you've already heard this 20 to 25 minute segment on whether or not baseball players should get $300 million contracts. And I understand how you are what someone is willing to pay for you. And by all means, if someone's going to toss me $300 million, even if I'm overrated, I'm signing that shit in a heartbeat. But with that said, we just take a look at whether or not these contracts are worthy both for player success, team success, the organization success, if it's worth giving out these kind of contracts. But I really want to, I haven't had a chance to do a solo pod in a long time because I've been getting guests on for the most part and having people come in studio or doing remote locations. But there there are two things I really want to talk about, and it's everything that's happened with the Houston Astros. And we do touch on it a little bit in this episode, but I wanted to just give my general thoughts on it because I don't know if I have made it clear yet, but my issue is that I'm in the camp that they, they clearly cheated um everything everything tells you that that's the case the the lies are getting worse and worse the excuses are getting worse and worse Uh, i'm pulling up a tweet right now from correa and i believe bleacher report put it out and i was just like yo fam these are getting worse and worse carlos correa says that jose altuve never cheated and that he didn't want his jersey removed after the walk-off because he got an unfinished tattoo on his collarbone that honestly looked terrible like dude these are getting worse and worse like your stories are conflicting right that was not a dick pic guys i promise it was just a screenshot you'll see if you watch this video that i'm gonna have in the video but dude The excuses are getting worse and worse. None of your stories add up. That's why it's better for you not to lie, just in general. Because if you just tell the truth, it's easier for you to be able to go back and revisit it. Because you're not hiding anything. right? Originally, it was his Altuve's wife or girlfriend. I think he said his wife. They didn't want his body to show. And then it was the tattoo. And then it was... They didn't want to ruin the jersey for the Hall of Fame or sending it to Cooperstown or whatever it was. It's just these things are not adding up. Also, when you look at the splits between how well the Astros batted at home as opposed to on the road, it's crazy. Altuve at home in the World Series batted 437, I think I saw. Or in that playoff run in in 2017, batted 437. And then on the road, it was like 143. The splits are just ridiculous right it reminds me of the time when guys just went from 20 to 25 home run guys and hit 50 it's like all right he's probably shooting himself right he's putting something into his veins so it's you're seeing more and more people come out and really take shots at the Houston Astros and I can't blame them obviously the Yankee fans are losing their mind but you know what Yankee fans let's not make pretend as if your organization has been clean cut and no issues of cheating or scandals of yourselves right there was the Mueller report had a bunch of Yankees on there a bunch of Yankees that played pivotal roles in them winning World Series in 2009 and just the history of the Yankees too they've had some guys that have had some quote-unquote red flags so But the outrage from the Yankee fans, I feel them. I feel them from Dodger fans. I feel them from Yankee fans. As an Astros fan, if I was an Astros fan, and I could tell you with the utmost confidence that if the Mets were to cheat to win a World Series, wouldn't care. Not one bit. Because every kid growing up in Houston or any kid that grew up being an Astros fan, you're not going to be able to erase the memories of winning a game five, then winning a game seven, and advancing to the World Series, and then the parade, and then winning the World Series, and just all that excitement that goes through seeing your team put a banner up in their stadium. That banner's not going to come down, though if it did, it'd be very interesting. I think what they should do, what Major League Baseball should do, I'm in a couple of different camps here. If they decide to take away the World Series from them, and this is all just speculation and my thoughts, and chime in, let me know what you guys think at The Lamb Show, at Veterans Minimum. If they were to take the World Series away from them, I don't think they should give it to the Dodgers or to the Yankees. It should just be vacated, right? Just like the 2004 or 2005 Heisman Trophy that Reggie Bush won. If you go into the archives, everyone knows Reggie Bush won it, but technically... It's not official. He's been stripped. It's vacated. There, there was no winner of the Heisman Trophy that year with Reggie Bush. It's just you've seen it where teams get wins removed from them in college football or college sports because of a scandal that a coach might have had or players being paid illegally to be brought in, which brings me to this next point, which is what I think should happen to the Houston Astros. And you you hear me mention this with the Twins the twin talk yanks how yo five-year ban that might be excessive but three-year ban from the playoffs no matter what you play your games and they're meaningless games it's gonna hurt your franchise financially it's gonna hurt your players legacy wise and financially as well you're not going to be able to bring in free agents because free agents are not going to want to go play in houston because they won't have a chance to compete for the world series you're gonna lose guys because They're not going to want to stay there and play 162 games just to not make the playoffs. And you've already shipped them a first and second round picks in the draft. I will continue to do so for the next three years. I would hit them with a much bigger penalty financially. They lost $5 million. I would follow exactly what happened to Manchester City. Now, this isn't a soccer segment. This is a why the Astros need the Man City punishment segment. For those of you that might not know, If you're not familiar with soccer, there's this thing called the UEFA Champions League. The UEFA Champions League is the most prestigious soccer club, soccer trophy and tournament in all of soccer. It's bigger than the FA Cup. It's bigger than any league that you're in. It's bigger than any country league that you're in. Copa del Rey, the FA Cup, the League One Cup, all that stuff. It's bigger. Copa Italia. It's bigger than all of those. The Champions League is a collection of the best teams in Europe being put into groups and knockout stages, and it runs from September to Memorial Day weekend as the final. The cream of the crop, the elite of the elite, these teams like Liverpool, like Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Juventus, PSG, Man City, these are teams that they get put into the Champions League and it that is the granddaddy of them all. That is the WrestleMania of soccer tournaments. It's the most prestigious one. If you win the Champions League, it is quite the accomplishment. Because you gotta remember when you play Champions League, you're playing games in the middle of the week as well as games on either ends of the weekend for your league. So when you look at something that something like what Liverpool did last year, they won the Champions League while competing for a chance to win the the English Premier League throughout. So you're playing three meaningful 90-minute games throughout a week, and that could be very stressful on the human body and the, the body of the athletes and also mentally what the toll it takes on them. But last week, towards the tail end of the week, UEFA came down with a big punishment. Manchester City has been banned from the Champions League for the next two seasons after being found guilty of breaching financial fair play rules UEFA has announced. A two-year ban from the Champions League, meaning Man City could win the Premier League, which they're not this year because they're about 15-plus points behind Liverpool. But in the Premier League, if you finish top four, you get an automatic bid into the group stages, and then I believe there's a knockout there's a qualifier for the fifth best team. Um we'll let Alex from VMFC. He got something planned for this. He'll be able to touch on this a little bit more, but for the most part, if you finish if you win your league or if you finish top 2, top 3, you get a bit into the Champions League. Okay, so they're they're banned from that. They're not allowed to compete in that. And they're also hit with a 30 million euro penalty. They are fined 30 million euros. So Let's compare it to what the Astros did, right? The Astros got caught cheating. Everything points to them being caught. They got immunity. Congrats. That does nothing. And everyone in the league doesn't respect them. Everyone hates them. And rightfully so, especially if you are a Yankee fan or a Dodger fan who, who got scarred by this team, who took away a chance for you to win a championship. Dude, it's hard to win a championship. And if you have to cheat to get one, and it's unfortunate because a lot of these Astro players were are good as fuck, man. And they had a chance to win one without it. You know, but then it goes back to what Alex Rodriguez said how he took PEDs because he wanted to exceed expectations after signing a 10 year 250 plus million dollar contract. So let me explain it to you guys. In, in terms of the nba for you guys to understand like yo Lam, what the hell is breaching financial fair play rules so imagine in the nba imagine in the nfl imagine in um hockey right say they managed to re-sign all of their stars let's use the 76ers for example last year the 76ers they end the year they lose to kawhi leonard and the raptors on that triple quadruple bounce right but they have jimmy butler they have tobias harris they have ben simmons they have Embiid, they have jj Redick, they have all these guys imagine they're able to sign all of these players all their all-stars while staying under the salary cap which would be impossible because those guys will probably take up your whole cap and then you'd have to get eight guys on the vm oh thank you so they sign all their all-stars while staying under the cap but then are found to have privately paid some of these players off via the owner's money to remain under the salary cap. So imagine that it turned out that, yeah, the 76ers re-signed Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and J.J. Redick, and they brought in uh, Josh Richardson, which I understand that they made the trade for him, but just bear with me here. And they're all making twenty-five million dollars against the cap, but then it turns out that the owner of the Sixers is just going underneath the table, and he's like, "Yo, here's ten mil, here's twenty mil, all right? Even though your cap hit is eighteen million, here's the other twenty to make you a thirty million-dollar player." It's frowned upon. You're not allowed to do it. So that's what happened to Man City. Manchester City's gonna have a hard time trying to sign players from other teams around the world that want to come play for Man City because one of the big appeals while you go to a team like Manchester City, Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich is because of the appeal of playing in the Champions League. It is the biggest tournament in the world for club soccer. And when you take that away from them, hit them where it hurts, that's what's going to happen. So I think if you're Major League Baseball, the only thing you could do, and I think Rob Manfred dropped the ball on this one, what adam silver did man adam silver came out with the donald sterling stuff when he came out with super racist comments he was just like yo fam it's a rat you're out done lifetime ban and adam silver since then no matter what he does he's held to a certain standard and appreciation by his players by his owners and by the media and baseball right now is in a rough spot with this scandal so I do think it's a good thing for baseball, though, because this is the first time ever that I can think of, mind you, casual baseball fan, big med fan, but casual baseball fan. I'm very intrigued for this season because you have a villain. You have a villain in the Houston Astros. You have a team that nobody fucks with, and you have a team that everybody is talking shit about and like open, right? Just open Trevor Bauer he put out a crazy video which I feel him on Mike Trout said I lost respect for those guys Uh, Bellinger came out and said yo they stole an MVP from Aaron Judge Aaron Judge took down a picture that he had of Altuve on his Instagram which you know if you take something down from your Instagram or you unfollow somebody it is a wrap for that person you're basically you broke up with them so Aaron Judge congratulated him in 2017 hats off great player phenomenal year to Jose Altuve well he took down that post so Aaron Judge isn't happy because now Aaron Judge when he hits free agency and obviously look he's still going to get a 350 million dollar contract when his time is up and he's a free agent and he could sign but when you look at the resume Hall of Fame credentials and whatnot later down the line it would have been nice to see 2017 MVP as opposed to just a al rookie of the year so those are my thoughts if i'm baseball i'm hitting them where it hurts and it's not just the pockets it's the players having a chance to win and to make a name for themselves in baseball lore so let's take a break now hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll check back with the twin talk gang's baby
2: here comes the money here we go money talk here comes the money
3: we're now going to take a quick break to tell you about our sponsor bet online bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports March Madness the Masters and Major League opening day are right around the corner bet online has you covered for all your latest news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up the best part is When you sign up you receive a 50% welcome bonus. The Wild Fury matchup is this Saturday night. I cannot wait for that one. That's going to be a bar fight and we can't think of a better way to wager on the fight than doing it with actual free money. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to revive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We signed up. It's super easy and if you're already into betting it's a fantastic way to support this podcast please support the podcast again the promo code blue wire or one word when you sign up at BetOnline.ag, BetOnline bet online your online sports book experts money, 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 money,
0: money, money, money. Dollar,
3: dollar. at veterans minimums you can find everything vm my guests today are two of the biggest baseball fans I know, my oh, yeah. former teammates. That's ah, right. You know what I'm saying. My, my man Nick saved my life. <laughs> bro. Yo, put me over real quick, Chris. Chris, <laughs> Nick, the Alvarez Twins, Twin Talk Yanks. Yes, we'll sir. give all those plugs at going the end, on, everybody. But yo, tell me how. Uh, tell me how I saved your life, bro. Because right, so. I, I love you. Know what I'm saying? Like the wrestling fan of me. When you put me over, like I'm not going <laughs> to no, stop
1: you. It's not a joke. He actually saved my life. We were playing, uh, Grand Street Campus baseball. It's a team in Brooklyn. Uh, actually, Dylan Patances. Yeah. yeah. For him, yep. Which That's is crazy. He's Shout around. out. And they were always our division rivals. So we're playing them in a big game at the end of the season. And there was a man on first. One out. I'm playing second base. Ground ball hit to the shortstop. I'm turning two. I get the ball. I, I throw it over to Nick. I spiked it in the ground. I'll use my man Nick. Pick me. The- Pick me. Pick <laughs> me. Save my fucking ass, they, and also save the game. Yes, which obviously I can't miss. Yes, my oh, man, saved the game on that. Yes. Which, oh boy, Grandshue was a tough opponent always, year I in and year out. Yeah. I love
3: that they have they've had dudes that have made the league, but I think Patances is the most notable yeah. one. Yeah.
1: Williams, Jerez. Williams, was for Jerez. Brand last yep. year. I uh, he took he's over two. No, he's over two against me. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. if there was a fence, he'd be two for two with two homers <laughs> because. It, be, was a it was 460 easily
3: yo i gotta say man the the hardest the hardest thing i ever did was trying to hit a baseball that shit is that shit is no joke that's a that's a fact that oh yeah that saying about hitting a baseball like so i played my senior year as a favorite for mustafa and dennis mm-hmm. i was like yo y'all come out for the Bolt football starts. team yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll come out for baseball shout Bolt, out to moose uh, and dennis man moose yeah. has been on this show before you got yeah mustafa yeah, going on guys man, yeah. so uh anyway long story short that year, my senior year, you guys were freshmen. We were freshmen, yes. And uh, obviously playing bars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the boys, yeah. the boys was, were not you trash. Just daddy
1: hacked. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so yeah, long story short, they're like, "I right, yo, you come out for baseball. I was like, I ain't never played baseball ever, like yeah. at all. And I was cool with Ritundi. he's like, yo, bro, you're an athlete.
1: Yeah, you played a bunch of other sports. That's the thing. That's the thing. You're an athlete. Which is why you were able to play both football and baseball. And
3: that year, the team was stacked. You guys brought back. Everybody, yep. I think they lost like one kid. Yeah. yeah,
1: Kenny Beltran. We had we had Straw Anthony Cruz. I think we added was that the year we yeah, Anthony Cruz. Darlin, Daby, yeah, Jose Reyes, not Jose Reyes, Jose uh, Rosado, Rosado yeah. Hector, <laughs> yeah, like
3: a lot of dudes. But the only position that was available was like first base. Mm-hmm. And then I was just mm-hmm. like, fuck it, like, yeah, you and just, Joseph Cox, yeah, let's just play. So uh, I got the I got to play a bunch. The glove was the glove was above average for someone that never played. It took me like three and a half months to get like a legit yeah. single. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. But yo, I, there was also that one time we did the Monroe tournament. Yes. And I was like I, I started batting like sixth, which was crazy for me. I went off that week But yeah. Rotundi was like, I don't know what you're doing. He's like, I don't know if you're getting pussy, Just keep but keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I keep getting it up. bro. Rotundi was one
1: hell of a coach too, man. Yeah. He knew exactly how to how you know, how to keep you in the game and how to, you know, keep you in line. It was too. all that that tough mentality. Yeah. But
3: you know? he also he also had um Correct me if I'm wrong, did not he play big time baseball like in yeah, college he, he or he almost got
1: he was, he was um he was on the radar for the Reds and I the, and the Brewers. Yes. He went to a bunch of tryouts um and he just, you know, he, he didn't come up on, you know. He came up short really, but yeah. The guy could hit. I mean, if we made like if he was doing infield outfield and we messed up on a couple double plays. He would plays, break the fungo over. He his would leg. literally Go, give me the ball. Yeah, take it, Launch and we had like project houses across the street from our field. He would just didn't care what window would hit, hit it as hard as he could into the projects, snap it over his knee. Say it's over, run. Yeah, That's remember the inter- there was one time we had an inner squad game, and he was pitching, and he threw me a fastball. My first at bat, and I went yard off. <laughs> <laughs> my second at bat, I get up to the plate. He threw a two right at my head. <laughs> <laughs> right at my head. He goes, Yo, don't do that ever. Yo,
3: again. the hardest running I ever did in my life, no bullshit, was. When he would make us do bases.
1: Oh my God. The home runs, the singles, run, the doubles, the triples. Singles, oh run,
3: doubles, yeah. triples. Yo, my heart was in my throat, yeah. son. And oh I thought man. I was going to, th- I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. And then yeah. you there with like two home runs back to back. Yep. Like, yeah. You're basically, yep. you're running. For those of you guys that might not know, or I don't know what it's called in like your neck of the woods, but. That shit is you're running out singles and then you're running out double and it's non-stop. continuous. Yeah, nonstop. That shit is no joke.
1: Right after the other, one, two, three.
3: But enough about putting ourselves over because we probably spend another hour doing this. <laughs> what I really, what I really got the guys on. We've already recorded the player profile about Derek Jeter. If you haven't checked that out, mm-hmm. go and check that out. But yes, sir. This conversation here and everyone that knows this show knows that I'm not the biggest baseball fan in the in the world. I understand mm-hmm. it. I get it. The thing is, is that unfortunately, baseball is a sport that does better regionally than it does nationally. Yep. Right. The 100%. Yes Network in New York and even SNY is one of the biggest numbers in, in our state. Really. I mean,
1: Ron Darling. And um, who's the other guy? Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. They're, they're arguably the best two in the business. Yeah. Yep, but,
3: but what happens is, and this is the example that I always use, no one really cares about the San Diego Padres number four starter unless you're in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And you know you're a diehard San Diego mm-hmm. Padres. Right, right, right. Or if you're like the super, super rare, the fantasy football, uh, fantasy baseball yeah. player yeah. and whatnot, and you Man, understand that. Guy. But yeah. just regionally, the numbers aren't that big. But what I do like to discuss now, what I would like to discuss now is Something that I feel super passionate about, and I'm bringing you guys on because you guys are the savants and the experts here when it comes Mm -hmm. to baseball. Um, You know, I put you over too, son. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about me. Uh, Okay. We've seen a lot of outrageous contracts in baseball. That's, Mm. That's the one thing where I think even the casual sports fan is like, these motherfuckers get money. Yeah. Right? So... If you look at the top twenty five salaries in all of professional sports, eighteen of them are baseball players. You're talking about like just the length of the contract, right?
1: Like year yearly base, you're saying.
3: No, no, just like the grand total of what the team is is paying them. Like obviously like
1: like three twenty four for Garrett, you're saying? Right,
3: right. So all time, right? These these are just the baseball ones that I have. Okay. Trout four hundred thirty million.
1: Worth every fucking penny.
3: Harper, Harper, 330. Stanton, 325. Okay. Cole, 324. Machado, 300.
1: Grank, you got
3: your price. A- yeah, yeah, hold A-Rod, a- 275. This is what he got with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Arenado, 260. A-Rod again, this motherfucker. Texas. With 252 from the Rangers. Miguel Cabrera, 247. And then Strasburg, 245. Wow, Miguel Cabrera.
1: Mickey, yeah, wow. wow. What a fucking fall off. Yeah.
3: Would you guys, or how do you guys feel about these big contracts? Chris, let me throw it to you first.
1: Okay. Um, especially with the big contracts, I'm not a big fan of them. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. I think it's more a yearly to yearly basis. Because look at someone like Aaron Judge. Mm. By the time he hits free agency, he's going to be 31 years old. Yeah. So and what kind of contract are you throwing at Aaron Judge? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's more of a yearly to yearly basis. Mm. Mookie Betts, when he put up those huge numbers a couple of years ago, you, give him, you throw this kind of money at him, Who how knows? do you know he's going to produce that yes. in four or five years down the line? Yep. And arguably the same thing with Garrett Cole. Mm. I mean, I love Garrett Cole to death. Thank God that we, hurt me we a signed little him. Bit. You know what I mean. Thank God we signed <laughs> As him. As they both
3: have Garrett Cole shirts on. <laughs> By the way, I just want to point that <laughs> but, out.
1: But Cole, just, imagine, just imagine in six years from now, if he doesn't yes, give us it the, could screw the us. 300 strikeouts a year, the, that 20-win season. Yes. Is it worth know? it? Exactly. But it could be worth it if he gives us two rings before that.
3: So that's what I think with baseball contracts. Yeah. Yeah. It gets tricky where you kind of, you, you kind of. I, I guess my thinking would be: all right, let me get let me get Harper in, and those first seven years he's elite. Hopefully he brings us a ring or two, uh, whatever, man, I'll just I'll just take the L on yeah. the back six. Yeah. Right, the same shit kind of happened with CC Sabathia, where yeah. oh, you yeah. guys. Yeah. Didn't win a World Series for a little bit, which for the Yankees, if you guys, you know, I mean, you guys win like 108 games a year, but mm-hmm. are basically a shoe in to the, go to the ALCS every year, Thanks. yet Thanks. still Thanks, still complain when you don't win a World Series. But that's just, <laughs> nah, yo, that's... This Yankee fans, No, you're that, right. But that's awesome. That's the bar that you guys have exactly. set where, exactly. yo... We're going to go back to old school bully bully books, right? Like, we're just going to break the bank and we're going to get Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was the guy that was in our way. Well, now he's going to lead the way. Yeah, exactly. So, I think in baseball, teams give these contracts and they're like, yo, let's just get this return right away and worry mm-hmm. about the back end. Nick, what do you feel how, about that? How
1: many times do we see where guys will sign for more than eight years and they don't last that long on that team? Usually, they're getting traded off. What I think really hurts is hurts baseball is that it is 10 year contracts like that's 10 year that's a long time dude doing 10 years of
3: anything is a any, that's any a long sport, time any sport yeah exactly a we job signed, a relationship like CC, 10 years yeah. is crazy and
1: we, we signed CC in 09 he wins us a world series that year and then we don't we don't make it so mm-hmm. it's like, so is he worth it for that I, so was it personally I yes I do I do think he was because he was a workhorse but Signing guys for 10, 12 years. I love John Carlos but what do you get? 13, 325? That's 13 years at like 30, 36 or something a year. So that's a long time. But then would you say that you're probably offered that contract to a position player other than a pitcher? Uh, yes. So would you give a pitcher a 10 year contract or give an outfielder a 10 year contract? I'd rather give Mike Trout an outfielder. Yeah, yeah contract. I feel that way too because. Exactly. He's on the field every single day. Exactly.
3: That and also, like, dude, God forbid a dude gets, like, Tommy John. Yeah, and yeah he's, he out like, for, he's out for the year. Yo, Yo, Yo it's Johan run Santana, run. 7 for 140, basically threw the first no-hitter for the Mets. Yeah, and now
1: that's all, that's it.
3: Legit destroyed his career that's after. It. That was it. it. It was, after that, it was a that, wrap. Didn't
1: he throw, like, 130 pitches that game or something? It was, like, 136. Yeah, it was yeah. something
3: outrageous. So, it's like, yeah, you basically paid a million dollars per for pitch that, <laughs> yeah. for that game. Yeah. So,
1: uh, but... So also that we have to talk about is like the the yearly rate that these guys are making. So if let's say Harper didn't want to sign for uh, what what he did ten years 330, 330 what Yeah. What if you gave him a contract? He said I'll give you four years two hundred.
3: So that's what I would prefer that, doing.
1: That's what I was saying. That Me would,
3: personally, I would love to go up to a guy like
1: who wouldn't take that.
3: Let, let's talk about Mookie Betts, right? Like he's either being traded. At the time you guys are hearing this, it might have been official. Chris mm-hmm. just got a report that the Twins pulled out. So at the moment, he's still a Red Sox. Yep. But uh, a guy like Betts, what is he, 26, 27. 27 years old? I'd be like, yo, fam, here's five years, 250. Yeah. Take, Take it. Take it. You'll be done with this contract at 32-33, but I know I got you in your prime. Exactly. I'm not doing He's what the fucking produce. Mariners did with Cano. Exactly. Like, yo, Cano was a beast, but he was 31 when he hit free yeah. agency. And yeah. now the Mets took on that 10-for-240 contract, yep. Yep. which is hard for you to just give up. Yep. You know, one, one guy that I have here in my notes that I think was a justified 10-year deal and I'm not just saying it to get you guys I
1: know you exactly who you're going to say who <laughs> Jeter
3: Jeter yeah yeah but here's why but here's why though He's 26 years old when he signed yeah. it yes
1: yeah but there was if you remember there was a lot of uh disagreement a lot of disagreement with Cashman and him in the front office about what that deal should be yes yeah. Well 10 no, for 189 was the deal That's 189 a year
3: this is also back greatness. in greatness. Yeah, this is also back in the early two thousands yeah. that this got yeah. signed. Yeah, so exactly. we got to remember and this that's, is that's big money back then. Fifteen years yeah. ago, and like, I believe over. we
1: signed him. Yeah, we did sign him later on in like two thousand eleven. He took a pay cut, uh, you know, because that's just cheap. That's just yeah. Thank you. What would you
3: say is your biggest concern, Chris, with these three hundred million dollar contracts?
1: The longevity of it, for mm. sure. Mm. Just like I said before, like. All right, you have you have Garrett Cole for that nine years we signed him, but if the first two years he gives us that great impact and the next seven it's eh yeah. or even downhill from there. Yep, you got an issue. Yep, you got an issue. A- any single contract, Mike Trout, he's getting paid four hundred thirty million dollars. If he's eleven years into his contract and he's not putting up Mike Trout numbers, he's gonna get shit for it. Yeah, yeah, he will. That's I have to agree with you there. For, it has to be the long uh, the longevity. Um, like I said. How many guys? How, what did A Rod do? A Rod screwed us. The Yankee contract, Teixeira really screwed us. CC screwed us. Until we I got say screw those, us, though. I mean, he didn't screw us, but we were we were paying him big money until until he retired yeah. until this year. If we didn't have those contracts, it, it would have opened the doors for for us to get other guys. And I think if you know us signing these guys for 8, 10, 12 years, even taking on John Carlos contract. That's a long time. That's gonna. That's a lot of money in a long that time, is. and I don't think you you rarely see it happen. And I'll even go as far as saying that I don't think Giancarlo will finish his contract in New York. No way. Mm. No way. Uh,
3: I, just, I I think he might because it's gonna be hard to take that on.
1: Exactly because of the payroll the Yankees have. The Dodgers it and because will do of it. the big market they are. The Dodgers will do it.
3: I don't know where they got all this money from. This is dropping Isn't that wild. Crazy.
1: You see their lineup. Yeah, but. I mean, but timeout. Did you see the lineup, Nick?
3: I saw a preview of it.
1: I would still argue the Yankees lineup is better. You could argue it. Um, I don't think. I don't think they really. Their lineup is better. Their their bullpen is going to be the the side of question. Their bullpen sucks. Yeah, ours is way better, and yeah, I'm not really too worried about the Dodgers. We
3: of these of these big contracts, right? Only one of these guys have won a championship with the team that they signed the deal with, mm. and that was that was A Rod, and that was wow. even you know the extension. Kicked Wait, in. Well,
1: what about Miggy? No, he made he it. Signed, right? He, no, they never won it. He made it. Detroit won it. Detroit won a World Series.
3: Oh. No, didn't they lose to the they White Sox? They lost
1: to the White Sox? White Sox. No, no, they lost to St. Louis. They lost, they lost to six. St. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh six, thank you.
3: Yeah, because uh, your boy Verlander. I know how much you guys oh, like Jesus him. <laughs> Christ. Don't even get me started. He didn't. He didn't win a World Series with the Tigers until he went over to to the Astros. Yep, um, and cheated. Some of these, <laughs> <laughs> some of these bad contracts. Um, Cano ten for two forty. Pujols ten for two forty. That's oh, terrible. That's Joey terrible. Votto ten for two twenty five. Mm-hmm. What about this one? Joe Mauer, eight for
1: one eighty four. Wow, wow, eight for one eighty four. What about the one? Josh he he had
3: one like yeah. I remember Joe Mauer and uh, Justin Morneau. Yeah, the M M&M M was M&M like the M and M dudes and yep. shit. And going it's off like,
1: every year, those guys. Yeah, Mauer, but, Maurer, but uh, it's a shame that he was in Minnesota because like he. So
3: that's why I hate to cut you off, but this You're is good. why I think it's very important where they sign those deals, because like. For the Yankees to sign Joey Vallow for ten for two twenty five is like all right, that's just mm-hmm. another dude. Yeah. But yep, when you're yep. Cincinnati, when you're Minnesota, and thing. you don't like, dude, the Yankees are a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Like the NY of the Yankee, like people in Greece know so yep. what that stands for. They're like, oh, it's that it's the American sport, yeah. but that's like the yeah. team. So, but when you have these teams like even Seattle, dude, ten for one twenty for for two forty for Cano is just like crazy.
1: Yeah, that's that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah.
3: So I think that it depends on the market of the team that signs the dude. Also, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Because
1: you can't see if, like, look at Tampa Bay. Mm. A lot of these small little contracts that they're all that they're all bringing together and playing little itty gritty baseball, winning games all the time. They're not going to sign someone that a pull yeah, yeah. They physically. They can't. They, yeah, they can't. Well, look at everybody that's leaving Tampa Bay. You, we see all the stories every year. All these guys and, like, the the like the like executives' leads for other teams and players, it's because they, they ain't getting paid. How yeah. are they getting paid there? But, like, look at someone like Bryce Harper, who signs with Philly. He alone brings in money. He's going to sell tickets with his name alone. Yeah, he's selling mm-hmm. seats. So, I bet three quarters through the season, they, they sat down and they said, look how much money we made just off Bryce a, Harper. attendance this yeah. year. And that has a lot to do with it, too, I think.
3: Yeah, and then you got to factor in jersey sales and then – they're going to be productive. All right. Last thing I want to ask you as we wrap this up. Do you think there's ever animosity in the clubhouse mm. between the guys that are not getting paid and then the other guys? So, like, let's just use us three as an example. Say me and me and Nick are on the Yankees. Actually, no, let's not use the Yankees here because everyone pretty much makes money on the Yankees. But let's say me and Nick, we play for the uh, Baltimore Orioles and then Chris comes in. Ten-year, three hundred fifty million dollar contract. Fucking Bing (laughs) Bong. He comes in ten for for three fifty, and then year one, Chris bats two twenty-seven.
1: Chris, like a Chris Davis, bro. Yeah, Yeah. wow, yeah, yeah. There you go, Chris Davis.
3: Right, you you bat two twenty-seven. You hit thirty-one meaningless home runs. The team is like sixty-two and a hundred. And then, like, you're going to be getting heat for it. Do you think there's any animosity coming from me and Nick towards you? without
1: a doubt. There should be, honestly. Mm, One, because that that should light the fire under somebody. If this guy can make this money and do what he does, and I could do it ten times better, Mm. then let me work for it. Mm. You know what I mean? But
3: But then do you also think that there's pushback from, like, a production standpoint? Where like you're not producing what you should be if you're getting like dude I think there's a lot of pressure for these guys that yeah. get paid three hundred million yeah. like you gotta hit like yo if you're like Harper had a bad year I think yeah that's the no, reason 100%. why A
1: said he's he continued taking steroids too is because he signed the big contract he didn't know if he you need live up you for need it. to produce those big numbers mm. Mm. just like imagine Trout in eleven years from now he need, he needs to put up Trout numbers or else it's Thumbs down. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, that's just from like the public eye, though, like the, from the casual people. Mm. I mean, if you were to really sit down and annual like analyze Mike Trout's contract, especially from like where like his trends are yeah. per year, if it plateaus in eight years from now, I'm sure the Angels would be like, if they won a World Series or not, but I'm sure they'd be like, it was worth every penny. Does Trout get a ring? Yeah. Do You think so? Yeah. What about you, Nick? I don't know, man. It's, yo, it's, I, don't, get the, I don't know either. Who as I've, I've gotten older,
3: I've steered away from the rings argument. Really? Just across the board. Dude, it's hard to win a fucking yeah, championship. It, is.
1: it, it, it needs to be, be like get, the perfect To timing. get to the World Series or to get to the Super Bowl or to get to the finals is extremely hard. Yeah. It's difficult. like right place, right time.
3: Yeah. And you need, I need, if I'm, let's just use LeBron James as an example. 2015 he gets to the finals he loses Kyrie and Kevin Love yeah. it's like all right well, fuck you. yeah I what got, are you gonna do I got Della Dova he yeah. played 28 minutes of career high and then he got rushed <laughs> to the ER for it to get yeah. IV yeah it's like yo I'm assed out my best guys got hurt yeah. Like, yeah. so like a lot of shit gotta go your way to win a championship yeah. Yeah. so much so that the fucking Astros had to cheat to get well oh you bye know bye what bye I'm bye saying like I gotta say I love both of you I love the outrage from the Yankee fans <laughs> when it comes to this Astros I mean, thing. it's true, it, it's, though. It's, it's,
1: it's true. Crazy. But then, here's the thing. How would you not feel some type of way?
3: Here's the thing. If the Mets did this, sign me up. <laughs> sign me yeah. up for one World Series. And, and then they get caught
1: cheating? You would take that? Yes. Really? Well, well yeah, exactly. That,
3: that banner's not coming down from a kid in you're Houston. Right. Yeah, you're He's right. like, oh, fuck that. And the memories that he had going to the parade and going to these games? Well, Sorry.
1: Remember, too. They, they had the hurricane that year, too. And the whole thing winning the World Series was Hurricane Harvey. Mm. So do it for the H. I. Uh, There's a lot of things that are behind it. I want to
3: end with this. What do you think should happen to the Astros? Because I have a very passionate, strong take on what should happen to the Astros. Do you think what's happened to the Astros, Chris, is enough?
1: No. I What, think what more do you think should happen? I think what hurts them the most is the draft picks. Mm-hmm. I think that's what hurts them the most. But, I mean... Any player that was involved in all this, they have to have, they need to be disciplined. Yeah. Any player that was involved but in they it, were like, given immunity. Look so. at that Altuve at bat against Chapman. Mm-hmm. There's no way you sit on a slider on a 2-1 pitch against Chapman. Mm-hmm. You had to know it was coming. I don't know. They need to be disciplined into the fact where, don't suspend them, but actually put an asterisk next to that championship. I would abandon for life. I don't know, I would abandon for life. I, what I would have said, you want immunity? Okay. Not sign anything. They would have told me everything. And then would I said, get the hell out of my office. Pack your shit. And you're never allowed back in fucking baseball again. Yeah. All right.
3: I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. That's a little it, too it extreme is, from but, a business standpoint. But I think, you know what I would do? Three year postseason ban.
1: Okay. But then. So how well, do what you happens s- if they win 100 games? Exactly. What are you going to put? If if they win 100 games and Texas wins 75 games and they win the division? Place. I think they should have done.
3: No, no, no. Yo, it happens. It happens in college sports when a yes. team gets. Yeah. Yes. It's like no, no bowl game. Did you see
1: that with recently?
3: Well, the team, the biggest team that's happened in our lifetime were the Hurricanes. Yes. Yeah. They got, and like they still haven't recovered. Yep, that was like yep. the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah that was 20 years ago. Almost. You know what I'm saying? SMU way back, in. this a dope 30 for 30. I, I believe it's called the Pony Express. Like those dudes still haven't recovered from that yeah. shit. You're talking about 40 years it's ago. A huge yeah. dent. So yeah, if I, if I was MLB, I'd be like, yo, listen. For the duration that Altuve, Correa, Guriel, Springer Springer is on the team, no playoffs. Good. You want to go out and win 108 games? Go for it! Yeah. Congrats! You're not. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rangers, you guys won 83 games. Twenty games back. You're the the AL
1: West champions. I can see that. I just feel like it's more of a, a structure problem at that point. How how you gonna get the other teams into the playoffs? That There's a lot of shit behind this. that yeah. I think we haven't heard. I think it's a, I think it's way bigger than what it seems. Like I think, like even Rob Meridf- Rob Manfred wants to like do anything he can to like sweep all this shit under the rug. I and just not. really hope the Yankees aren't involved. Nah, no, we're not. You think? Hold on a sec. You think we had any idea what was coming in 2017, 2018, 2019? Look at Sanchez at bat. Yeah, <laughs> S- Gary Sanchez, Edwin Didi Gregorius, Brett Gardner. Yeah. Aaron Judge They were nowhere to be found yeah. So Yeah
3: Boys It was a pleasure
1: Yeah this was a lot of fun This was Always Always a lot of fun
3: This segment here Was brought to you by What's the name of your podcast
1: Twin Talk Yanks
3: How you guys liking podcasting
1: Podcasting is fun It's definitely like, a learning experience Each and every week Which is. is Not only an obstacle But You know Something that we wanna face Yeah, yeah You yeah, know it's what cool. I mean It's cool sitting down And just talking a bunch of shit About shit we love to talk shit about yeah, exactly. That's a so, shit so uh, what's what's the name of the show again? At Twin Talk Yanks on Twitter, Instagram, all listening platforms.
3: All right, I'll make sure to have the the link to that in in the bio in the description, and I'll plug that too when we put the episode up. Be easy Shout guys. out
1: to you, Lamb, too, bro. You're a great host. Yeah, thank yeah, you, shout man, out thank, to thank you, man. I'm,
3: you know, I'm, I'm sort of a professional now. You know, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, Chris. Where can they find you if they want to contact you?
1: Uh, well, Twin Talk Yanks.
3: What's like your social medias?
1: Oh, social media. It's at C. I, I don't
3: want you to give your phone number. <laughs> yeah, 917. <laughs> Yo, real quick, real quick. One time I'm streaming on Twitch, right? At the live Show on Twitch. But I'm streaming on Twitch and I go to Call of Med, right? And I have it on speakerphone. And I'm not paying attention. I'm just like writing something down. It's like, all right, you reached the voicemail box and oh. got to like the the first like, six numbers and then it's going to the last one. I'm like, oh! <laughs>
1: I was like, yo, I, uh, I was hoping that. Yeah, shit. for a second. I had no idea what you were talking about. I was, yeah. What's yeah, your social media. Lost? What's your social nah, media? My, right uh, I'm c.alvy, A-L-V-Y on Instagram four five. Well, I fucked that up completely. Yeah. I'll have it d- d- at Instagram. <laughs> four, I'll have it up, oh, man. man. That's crazy. You can find me, Nick, at N-Alvy09 on Instagram. And you can find both of us at Twin Talk yanks on Twitter and Instagram for all your Yankees updates.